Welcome to The Horse, a show hosted by longtime Yukoners Dan Bushnell and Jenny Hamilton. On this show, we talk to a diverse collection of people about living in the Yukon, what brought them here, why they stay or have left, but mostly, we like to talk about what truly makes them tick. So sit back, relax, turn up the volume, and enjoy the show coming to you from the Yukon's capital, Whitehorse, or as it's known to the locals, The Horse. Another sunshiny day. It's so beautiful out. Right, and it's smoke-free. I have to say, I have family in BC. I have friends in California. Oh, I am so grateful for that brisk, cold, crisp, fresh wind up here right now. The only advantage of having so much rain right. is we've had a couple of years with no smoke. Absolutely, and we really, I mean, we did have forest fires this year, but mm-hmm. like 12 or 13, I think, was... Which is nothing. Is, yeah, that and half of them were probably human made so that was the good thing about this summer it was not a big forest fires thing up no. here for us i mean there's still time <laughs> <laughs> unless it snows which could you know happen any, any, any second, day now any second yeah i really feel bad uh seeing the pictures of california with their red skies we've had that yeah we've been in that um, situation but we are not as compact you know, population wise as them well, and a big part of California is a lot of the trees and things that are burning there. Are huge. It's a, some serious old growth forests and stuff. Right? Yeah. Like the California redwoods. And, yes. But also a lot of it is like uh, food food producing trees. Absolutely. You know. And pot. I really like, Burning all their pot up. Well, they're absolutely big trees there from what I've seen. Like mm-hmm. I thought, oh, look at that little forest. No, it's pot. Um, yeah. I feel... No food, no pot, no fun. It's, it's been pretty rough. <laughs> right? I work at a pot store part-time. <laughs> you know, I, um, I've sent a few people by there. I was like, hey, you should go and apply for a job there. Yes. Because they were looking for somebody not long ago. And I sent a few people by to go work there. Yeah. And I still realize that people haven't gotten their heads around that. That it's legal. Yeah, they're like, oh, who do I talk to? And it's like the manager. This is not not clandestino. This is you walking in with a resume. Yeah. And yeah. And do it. Even if, even if they've hired, do it. You never know. I don't know. I mean, it's like anywhere else. Yeah. Yes. Right. You know, one of the, one of the big things there is like, I'm glad that the pot as miracle, miracle cure has slowed down. Oh yeah. It's not a miracle cure. It's, it's pot. It's, it's not pot. new. We've had it a long time. We have a cannabinoid system. We've been yeah. with it for from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're aware of it. Every time a new thing comes out, I always get so bitter. <laughs> bitter about but what do you mean by a new thing? Like it's like okay, you know, it's like green tea. Oh, oh, if you, you drink a cup of green tea every single day, it will never save die. your life. <laughs> then it was the green tea's pretty good, but have you tried white tea? Oh. Yeah, but, but oregano oil is going to do everything. Silver water. No, turmeric. What are you talking? Turmeric. Turmeric. Have you, have you tried making what was it? Golden milk. Golden milk. Have you, you know? ever shit neon orange? Yes. Yeah. And like, and then it's uh, the goes from the turmeric and it goes to oh god coconut oil, palm oil, like on and on and on. It's just like right. Find me anywhere in the world. 
where the people are immortal. No, exactly. You know, it's just like, look, man, like turmeric isn't new. No, and it's Coconut good for a lot of things. Isn't new. Is it good for you? Absolutely. But don't delude yourself as to what you're it, doing. It's good for you, but is it good for you in the North American values of now that's all we eat for the next six months? Exactly. No. Exactly. And right? it's just like, you, this is why we are so vulnerable yes. to schemes and trends and is because we don't have a cultural way of eating. No, and we and this isn't new either. I mean, margarine. Margarine versus butter. Yeah. And now you know, my you talk to people who are getting stints put into their heart and their their heart doctors are saying, What I'm pulling out of there is pretty much margarine. You need to switch to butter. You yeah, if you're gonna or yeah. or coconut oil or whatever. Or <laughs> right? whatever. Right? Or dry yeah. toast. But it, it was I remember our parents being told like if you feed your kids butter, they're gonna get fat and die of heart attack. You no, know, that's what margarine was doing because it was a marketing thing. There's or like, the government had a bunch of margarine they had to get rid of. I that, don't know. That uh, Michael Pollan guy who wrote The Omnivore's Dilemma. Right. He just has this very simple quote. Right. Which is, eat food, not too much, mostly vegetables. Yes. That's it. That's a good book. Yeah, whatever, right. whatever else you do, right. eat some food, not, not too, too much, much, mostly vegetables. Yes. And sentence. And that's how we've done it for yeah. eons because it's all we could do. We've adjusted to it. Yeah, and it's like, look, man. But it's not necessarily at all what I do. When I get sick, do I ingest incredible amounts of like cayenne pepper and garlic and lemon? And of course I do. Yeah, mostly to keep other sick people away. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stay back. Right? I smell. Vampires terrible. have colds. That's what that is. But you know, and it's like, I do believe in the healing powers of food. I do yeah. believe we have to watch what we eat. But don't tell me right. that this new food, which isn't new, right. is going to fix everything in me. Right. Don't tell me that, that there is a fucking particular joint. That is going to, I'm going to smoke Cure it and my suddenly my cancer is gone. No. You don't, and plus, you don't have to sell pot. I don't sell pot. Pot sells itself. Uh, people come in and I just tell them what we have and they choose what they want. Yeah. I bought some essential oils for my diffuser the other day. Right. And I'm a big fan of a diffuser. I am a big fan of aromatherapy. Because smells trigger the brain. Yeah. I to don't memory. like it. If I'm feeling run down and tired, a nice bar of citrus soap, amazing. Right. It perks me up. Yeah. I actually do feel better. Yes. Now, do I think that there is a health benefit to that? Of course I do. Yep. But when I was buying it, they were like, if you put this kind of oil in your diffuser, uh, this oil will kill COVID. And oh, I went... Fuck off. I went, okay. I'm very aware that like certain oils are very effective antibacterials and antimicrobials. Absolutely. In quantity. Yeah. Eight drops in your diffuser not floating in the air isn't going to kill shit. No. It's not, you're not, like, the amount of it that would need to saturate the air in right. order to kill an airborne virus. Like, if it was that fucking easy... They would be doing it. Yeah, wouldn't we just have some kind of, like... Lavender system where it was just blowing lavender in front of us everywhere we went. Like, Wouldn't we be just masks yeah. of lavender? I mean, come on, man. Yeah, it's like fields of it. You haven't discovered something new. No. And don't sell me bullshit. Don't try just, to sell me bullshit. No. 
One of the things that we were talking about the other night is like just big pharma. And everyone's like, big pharma just wants to make your money. Mm-hmm. It's like, really? Are the essential oils free? Right. You don't think that they That's just want your pharma. money too? That's little pharma. Little pharma <laughs> wants your cash as well. Right. They just right? don't have the lobbyists. It's like your Himalayan salt rock was not free. <laughs> no. You didn't walk in and have them hand that to you and go, yeah, right? here you go. Yes. Here you, hey, so we're solving all your health issues. This diffuser, $60 plus this bottle of $8 and right. on and on and on. Well, I mean, my, my grandmother told me when I was little, little, if you ever meet a fortune teller and they ask for money, they're telling you lies. But if you ever hear from somebody who tells you they see, you know, they have visions and want nothing from you, maybe listen. Yeah, well, you know. And I, and I was like, okay. It's just that it's like, look, man, if you're selling snake oil. Right. You, you are selling it yeah it's not free and it's hard work i'll give them that oh my god hustle hustle you know but talent but let's not pretend that they don't want your money too no exactly you know like you go to aroma borealis in town here right you don't walk in there and have them give you everything in there for free no they'll make recommendations they'll give you stuff and they work hard and they produce it and they've gathered a body of knowledge to put to put stuff together yeah and like they they have books and etc etc right like they have worked hard to be able to put that there, and they actually deserve to be paid for the work they do. Absolutely. You know, getting but paid. But they don't tell me that lavender is going to cure my no. cancer either. No. They're going to tell me it might make me feel calmer at exactly. night. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and getting paid and for, I'll pay for, for your that. work and expertise is correct. Yes. Right? When we decide that anybody that charges you money is just trying to fuck you. Then. then well, who the fuck doesn't charge you money? Your mom? Right. Right? Like, who? where are these people that are just creating cure-alls and giving them to everybody for free? Uh, they, they don't exist anymore. I don't think they ever did. Well, wasn't there... Who was it? He invented insulin and didn't keep the patent. No. Uh, Canadian. <laughs> I mean, he did get paid to invent it. He yeah. did, but he didn't keep the patent. Well, I mean, that is a big difference there that we is have big, today. And that's, it's not the yeah. doctors now that are the, the researchers that are finding these cures going, oh, the patent's mine. It's the corporations. Oh, of course. But and then they buy that shit. That's issue, where the evil comes in. Well, my issue is that in Canada, corporations that are researching cures are often publicly funded. Yeah. But then maintain ownership right. of the cure they invent. I know. That doesn't make any sense. It's like if we gave you money to produce something, right? then we as a country will be turning a profit from that. Okay, so you now to put that into the arts world, I get a grant to create yeah. something. Do I not be able to do like a show? Is that not my creative work? Or does sure. Canadians own it? I think Canadians own it. So I can't go to the States and do a show without paying taxes that's, that's something you negotiate it's true it's true right you yeah, negotiate absolutely. that yeah because like when you sell a painting to somebody right they're they can't scratch your name off well not only can they not scratch your name off there are usage rights right and you sell those usage rights so right. like when i sell somebody a painting mm-hmm. they own the painting not but they the don't image. own they don't own reproductions of it right if they decide they're going to reproduce it and sell reproductions of that painting they come talk they owe me money right if they decide that they're going to turn that painting into a multimedia presentation they owe you money they owe me money because i sold them a painting right i didn't sell them 
printmaking rights right. so, and new media rights. So are we selling, can you sell ideas, concepts? Well, that's something that we need to have a conversation with when we open those doors. Right. You're developing this thing, so we as the Canadian government uh, get this price on whatever, look, pay them. Yeah. But pay them fairly. Pay them fairly. Right. And uh, we get this price on whatever you invent. You can sell it to any other country in the world. Right. At a, at a different price. But yeah. this is the price for Canada. Yeah. And that's what um, I think is happening with the hopefully coming soon vaccines. You know. And that's the thing. Like if the Americans get it first, we're going to be paying through the nose. That's why there's a big rush for it. I gotta tell you, I have a bit of a thing about this vaccine that's coming up. Well, I'm nervous because I usually take a decade. That's my thing. It's like, are we pushing this vaccine through too fast? Well, of course we are. And yeah, of course we are. <laughs> and then uh, because people are panicking and it's it's killing people. Well, my next question is this, right? Is like part of the reason that this that this virus is so brutal is it mutates as it moves through people. Well, it already has once. Yeah, so they have people getting it twice. Yeah. And that's, which means, norm, that's normal for a which virus. Which means the vaccine... Has to, there'll be multiple boosters. We're going to have to be taking booster and booster and booster and We're, booster. It'll be a part of the flu shot, which I... So the whole anti-vaxxer thing. So now we're adding... Say we get a vaccine with boosters and you have anti-vaxxers out there. Do they now not be allowed to use public spaces? Because can you their know, kids go to school unvaccinated? Possibly be problem, carriers? The problem with the anti-vaxxers... Well, there's a lot of problems, in my opinion. We don't well, have time for that. <laughs> I mean, where I run into an issue there is they bring up certain events where a polio vaccine did actually cause a lot of trouble. Well, and I also hear, you know, like, don't... I understand not trusting the government, certain sure. people. I understand uh, African-American people not trusting government medical. Absolutely. They have a history of that. Absolutely. But don't sit up here in white horse as a you know a white person quoting well and those events and you can't hold up one event from 1954 right and say here's evidence that all vaccines are evil right and I mean because the plain fact of it is when we talk about the amount of people that have been vaccinated with no ill effects right we're talking about Billions, with a B. Yes. Billions of people have been vaccinated. Yes. Billions, right? Yeah. Everything else that you're saying, obviously there's going to be issues with certain things. The law of large numbers tells you. Exactly. That people will react to this in a variety of ways. The majority of people, and not the, the, the vast, vast majority of people will get vaccines their entire life and be totally fine. fine. Does that mean you can find an anomaly and point at that anomaly and say, look, this person was sick. And that's the normal. And it's like, no. if one in 10 million people reacts badly mm -hmm. and you've treated 2.5 billion people, right? that's a lot of people yes. that reacted badly. Yes. But it's a lot more. But it's didn't. a lot more people that didn't. Yeah. Right? When it's one in a million, anything that I offered you with a one in a million chance. You're going to take it. You're going to take it. Yeah. You're going to take it. And when you've decided to create an entire movement based on falsified, proven falsified. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yes. Like, and with 
one in a million odds. Right. You're going to start a movement about that? I know. And it all Slow your roll. And it all started with the fucking shots cause autism bullshit. Oh, my God. Right. And I mean, like, how many people die in car accidents every single day? A lot. Like, I don't know the number, but, but you know a lot. all those anti-vax motherfuckers get in a car every day. Right. But will they wear their seatbelt? I don't know. The exactly. government says no. And it's like, I'm protecting my children. It's like, well, then never let them leave the house. No. Bubble wrap those fuckers. Bubble wrap. But them. not in plastic. Yeah. Because that's a killer. Like, like I sometimes get, you have to go out yeah. and take a couple and of that houses. said i mean the anti-vaxxers are those one in a million they're not a it's not a huge movement Big enough that we all know about well it. i know because they you know the squeaky wheel screams the loudest the you rest know, of us just do our jobs i never know what to say when someone that i know personally is an anti-vaxxer. an anti-vaxxer i say oh i thought you were an intelligent person you know <laughs> I why? don't mind. I if usually ask you uh, why. why. I don't mind if you're an anti-vaxxer and you choose to not have a vaccine. Yes, that's fine. That's, you have the right to make. Don't a get your flu shot if you don't want. I don't yeah. recommend it. I think it's better if you do. Don't feed me bullshit that it gives you the flu. And don't proselytize. I, I, it's, you know? I, I know it's an issue when you see kids hit eighteen go to the state in the states for sure and yeah. go and get all their all their shots. Yeah. Uh, where they're paying for it out of their own pocket going yeah like I don't want to be sick I want to get up well when I was a kid we didn't get vaccines right we had chicken pox parties ugh I know you know they regret that now well that was a live and learn yeah because now as adults we're all going to get fucking shingles I got shingles when I was 11 oh god 11 right the doctor was like your son's under a lot of stress my mom's like i know <laughs> i know we keep taking him to chicken pox parties <laughs> that's because of the chicken pox parties <laughs> right they were so Mops stressful parties chicken pox parties Fuck. measle parties right? no i just caught it from school like a good kid like yeah, <laughs> like everybody else what the hell with school we all know that kids are plague rats Children oh, cannot get boogers and pee and poo off of their bodies. What we've learned in 2020 is that cooties are real. We've yeah. all been talking about it for decades. Mm-hmm. Kids mm-hmm. are gross. That's why I don't like them yeah. or go near them. They're disgusting. They are. Oh, fuck. Okay. The only reason that we uh, keep them is because they're cute and they kind of look like their parents. So those people won't get rid of them. And there's something where we think that we deserve a legacy through through procreation. Speak for yourself. Silly. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, children Yeah, that's, children get every illness coming down the pipe, as they should, because that's, that's how we survive. Well, that's what we did. Yeah. So it's their turn. You know what I mean? And they'll build up immunities that yeah. our old bodies won't turn yeah. off. However, the little fuckers are going to make us all sick. Well, and not just that, but right now they're finding that they're getting sick too. There's a lot more uh, young people in ICU on ventilators than were two months ago. Yeah. Um, it's And what did they say? Over 60% of Canadians with COVID right now are between the ages of 20 and 30. Yeah. Well, maybe it's all the parties, guys. Maybe it's it's going to turn on you. Now, I'm going to say something that's very unpopular. Okay, do it. Dogs are disgusting. Oh, no, that's that's a fact. It's a fact. It might be unpopular, but... The yeah. amount of people that, like, have argued with me over the years about, Any, about cats and dogs... My cat doesn't eat its own shit. That's what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> Anybody that, uh, that argues with me about that, where they're like, 
oh, you, I don't want a box of shit in my house. I do. I'd take that. And it's like, because I can always empty But it. you'll pick it up with your hand. Right. Or you'll just, or the worst is when they eat other dog shit. Dude, Benjamin, mm-hmm. be, like, who is, a, who is your dog? Who is my dog? <laughs> yes. Is disgusting. He is such a disgusting little fucker. Right. He, okay. I'm diabetic. Yes. Which means my pee is sugar. Is just straight sugar. Right. He discovered that my pee is straight sugar. Oh. And so now. So now he's diabetic. If I'm peeing and I leave the door open or even just cracked a little bit. Right. That dude runs in and does everything he can to get me to pee into his mouth. He wants me to pee in his mouth so badly. And I'm just like, this isn't my kink. It's not my kink. It's not my thing, Get buddy. away from me. And then I'm trying to pinch off. I'm staggering around the bathroom. Trying to kick the him dog's off. chasing me. He's trying to fucking like jump up and lick my penis. I'm just like, get out of here. You're horrible. You're horrible. You need to stop. I can't believe this. And then he's like, well, if we're done here, I guess I'll go eat all the cat litter. And then he runs and he eats all the goddamn cat litter. Right. He comes walking out, cat litter falling out of his mouth, <laughs> chewing on something that you will not fish out of his mouth. No, you're like, I you fished, eat that. I fish tons of things out of that right. dude's mouth. I'm like, don't eat all those pine needles. Right. I put get my finger in there. I pull yeah. all the pine needles yeah. out. I'm like, you probably shouldn't eat that piece of bark. Don't chew on a rock. Right. I mean, on and on and on yes. about what this guy eats. Yes. He's like, you know, oh, whatever. That's a band-aid. Is that a that's cigarette? Good. But yeah, delicious. Gross. You know, yeah. and I'm fishing that stuff out. But when he's got cat litter falling out no. of his mouth... It's like, you enjoy that. Dude, I am not reaching in and pulling a fucking desiccated cat shit out of my dog's mouth that he's just rehydrated with saliva. Right, or your pee. Hideous. Hideous. And then he comes over and licks your hand. Right, or your face. Or your... He does not lick my face. Well, he's too short right now. You know, he will always be too short. Let me tell you right now. That's why you got a bulldog and you know? not oh a mastiff. Oh, God. When we put we put a cat door into the room where the litter box is so right. he can't get in there. Right. Except when I bought the cat door, they had two sizes. Ah. Tiny cat. Right. And mid to big cat. Right. I think they should have had a tiny cat, mid cat, big cat. Right. But I only had two choices. Yes. Pollo. Mm-hmm. who has a fantastic booty. Yes, he does. He's a handsome fellow. He is a handsome yeah. fellow. But he's packing a little junk in his trunk. Yeah. So I had to get the bigger cat door. Well, you can't only have half of them get through. That's the that's it's, the issue. Then it's pointless. So little Poe can get into the litter box. Yes. But the door for the next month or so is, is Benjamin can get in there still. <laughs> and I was hoping that wouldn't be the case, right? but it is the case. Yes. And um, he needs to grow just a little bit more, and he will. Right. You know, like eventually he won't be able to get through that door. Yes. But currently, currently it's like the cat door. Other than like a, like a western bar. Door. Oh my god! And <laughs> you know when you do the, the, the saloon, thing, the saloon door. Well, I said that to Sarah. I was like, we need to just cut the door in half and create a saloon door. I I literally said that. I was like, that's what needs to happen here. And um, but you know, you know when you go to do a project and you get the instructions and you look at the instructions. I always read the instructions through. Yep. So I read the instructions through and this cat door is like, take the door off the hinges. Put the door on a flat surface 
install the cat door with the door on a flat surface. Right. Remount the door. And then and you're I was like, just like, I'm not unmounting this door. I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm skipping that step. <laughs> That's what I would do. Oh my God. And I had so it. many regrets, <laughs> like so many regrets. And, but you're in it. You're yeah. like, well, I've done it now. Yeah, I have I, to finish. I would rather die than unscrew those yeah, screws. That's literally what happened. I was like, I will, I will like. I will win. Yeah. I, I'm, I had, I went and got a drill. <laughs> I started modifying it. I was like, you know, I was. Yeah. Oh no, I know. I know. Such a shit show. And it was so much more work than just popping the hinges. Right. And I was like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is cause you're done. <laughs> well, this is cause you're like, fuck you. you know? I know better. But I mean, and like. You take Benjamin outside. If there's something gross on the ground, he's like, "I need to lay in that." Yes. He wants to lay in it yeah. because it, it's perfume to him. His new one mm-hmm. is he finds mufflers fascinating, like car mufflers. Car mufflers. Oh. So he likes to shove his face <laughs> into car mufflers. He's just and, sniffing exhaust. Yeah, like I'm I'm putting stuff in the car. Right. And I'm like, where's Benjamin? <laughs> And I'm like, Benjamin, he sticks his head around the tire. He's got a black fucking ring around his nose because he's had his nose shoved in the damn muffler. Yes. And the car wasn't on. No. People, the car wasn't on. No, it still smells good, though. But he just wanted to put his nose in there. And this has happened like three times. Right. To the point where you can't, like when you're loading him into the car. Yeah. You have to load the car, leave him in the yard. Yes. Go in the yard, get him, pick him up. Right. Even though he has legs. <laughs> and and, and is, carry and him use and put him into the car so that he can't put his face in the, in muffler. the muffler. I don't know if that's making him sick or whatever. I just don't like that he does it. I'm wondering if something was in. Who knows? At one point now he's still looking for this it. This is a dog that wants you to pee in his mouth. It's Who true. knows what he is up to? It's true. Fajo the other day. <laughs> Was throwing a fit. I was right. like, what is going on with Fajo? Fajo is one of my cats. He is beautiful. He's gorgeous. And um, Fajo was throwing a fit. I was like, what is happening? Right. And what was happening <laughs> was that he was in the litter box. <laughs> and it's a litter box that's covered. Okay. So there's only one door. So when you're in there, there's one way in, one, one way, way out. out. Yes. Well, he had a bulldog standing in the door <laughs> eating poop as he pooped <laughs> and he was not okay with no, it no he's a gentleman Fejo. Fejo I've never seen Fejo look dirty <laughs> I've never seen him with no. dust on him no that cat keeps it together right. he is put together he doesn't <laughs> let it slip you know yes he always looks put together yes he was horrified. He yes. was hissing and yelling and throwing punches. It's a little invasive. It Come was on. Pretty invasive. Yes. I mean, clearly not consensual. No. You know? No. And Benjamin was just like, yeah, you're you don't even want it. Right? You're just you're, let me eat it. <laughs> and I had to grab him and pull him out. He's literally trying to eat poop. Right out of Fejo. That's just like, come on, come buddy. Come on, that's not brotherly. I know it's warm, but geez. <laughs> Give him a minute. It'll be crunchier yeah. if you just let, let him it bury desiccate. it. Let it dry out in yes. there. Yes. It'll be jerky. Yes. Oh, my God. All right. But, and, yeah. Because, like, Fejo never looks dirty. Poyo. Right. Looks dirty. Yeah. If there is but he's schmutz a t- somewhere, he will find it and, like, crawl underneath and 
He dusts the underneath of the beds all the time. Well, he's a tuxedo kitty. They always look dressed up. You gotta frazzle a little That's bit. That's the thing. It's like Gus. When we give Benjamin pumpkin... Yeah. So we're like, here's some pumpkin in your food. Apparently it's good for them or whatever, right? And he likes it. He loves it. Yeah. He throws some pumpkin in there and um, he eats it, but he often gets pumpkin all over his face. Right. And then he gets it all over Pollo. <laughs> of course he does. He just licks Pollo's whole body and smears his pumpkin. body all up with pumpkin. <laughs> so now I have to wash Pollo a lot. Right. Never had to wash like, him I'm not into pumpkin. Yeah. Pollo's like just furs all dried up one he looks like something about mary you know like right yeah like, come on okay long story short kids dogs are, are disgusting kids are gross kids are plague rats <laughs> anybody that tells me that dogs are less gross than cats is lying is lying now but are dogs less gross than kids no kids are seen, kids are horrible yes like, and, they look, sh- and they should know better yeah like Trying to get my grandson to wash his hands. Right. Where... He's like telling him you're going to set him on fire? Yeah, you know, he he's like, I'm going to wash my hands. And he goes in to wash his hands. And um, comes back. And you're like, okay, great job on the palms of your hands. Right. But we're going to need you to wash the tops of your hands as well. Right, and the fingers. Oh, mm. Like I literally have had to show him how to wash his hands like five times. Yes. You know, and I'm a fastidious hand washer. Yes. And I mean, you know, like, and it's like, look, he's a lovely kid. Yeah. He's he's smart and funny and great. He just can't wash his hands for shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, he doesn't wash his hands well. But he doesn't and, eat poop. So. But he plays outside in the dirt. Yeah. And I mean, I'm a big, like, get kids dirty. Oh, Kids absolutely. should be dirty. Yes. Kids need to ingest a lot of bacteria and yeah. a lot of viruses in order to make themselves healthy. Yeah. I'm not a kid anymore. No. So. Right? And like when we're sharing a table yeah. and your hands are gray, yeah. there's a problem. Yeah. Well, you can learn to go out and play in the dirt and then come and clean up. Yeah, just wash your hands. Yeah. We did. I, I get weird about it now. Right. If I have something on my hands that like I don't like, it, yeah. I get weird. I'm yes. Like, you know when kids used to put glue on their hands and then peel the glue off? Right. Because it was like peeling skin. Yeah. That's creepy. I can't. You know what? having something on my hand for that long right makes me freak out i'm wondering if in like six months if my hands don't smell like hand sanitizer i'm gonna freak out (laughs) so i got some things about the hand sanitizer thing yes which is hand sanitizer is not new no it's been around for a long time long time it is not better than washing your hands oh, with soap. It's an alternative if you can't get to a sink with exactly. soap. Exactly. Soap and water are better. Yeah. Soap and warm or hot water. So, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, like, don't go crazy with the hand sanitizer. No. Wash your hands. Right. We've talked about washing your hands on this podcast before. Yes. Wash your hands. There is no evidence at all that sanitizer is better. It's not. And there is evidence that it is not. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, but I mean, if, if it's all you've got at the look, time, you I have hand sanitizer in my car. I got some right over there yeah, for when I, I jump come in, in my car. I throw it on in my car all the time. Yeah. I put on an exorbitant amount of hand sanitizer in my car. Yeah. Because of my steering wheel. Yes. Because I'm like, have I touched the steering wheel without something? And I sometimes know. I, you know, usually when I'm going out, I'm pushing grocery carts. Yeah, pushing grocery carts, picking up groceries. Yeah. You know, like touching my butt. But when I, I hand sanitize here in the garage. Yeah. And then I go in, and the first thing, like, you know, take your coat off here in the garage, blah, blah, blah. First thing I do, wash my hands. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Now, 
where, where do you stand on the concept, the Christian concept, that if you have thought about a sin, you have already committed it? Oh, well, then I'm going straight to hell. I was thinking that. But no, I think, I think personally, you can think about whatever you want. Um, doing something is considered different. Like how, how do you end up doing something if you haven't thought about it? But how do you end up deciding that to not do it if you haven't thought it through? Right. You know, actions speak louder than words. Yeah, and it's like, well, look, man, like, thoughts are words. If we are being judged by the thoughts we have uh, that we don't all act on, fuck then. Yeah, man. Like I think about things all the time. I have to. That are crazy. Mostly like, to think myself out of them. Well, well, think about this. When, when you see a piece of aluminum foil, right, or wool, yeah. There's a part of me that imagines what that feels like on my teeth, and it gives me the creepies. So you don't do it. So I don't do it. Yeah. But I have to go, oh, God, if that wool was rubbing on my teeth right now. So how is, so do any Christians go to heaven in their own little philosophy if thought is well, if the equal to sin? They're if, all going to hell then. If you're Catholic, you can repent. Oh. Oh, you, oh, you have an out. If you're you, Anglican? I don't know about the Anglicans. <laughs> I don't like, know either. You know, I, but I just like. And who enforces this? Well, I just think about that. It's like, so if every bad thought I have is a sin. I could see if you're obsessed. I'm not I, saying it's a sin. I'm thinking maybe it's an issue. Every single thought that I have is inappropriate and offensive to someone. Oh, God, yes. Period. Yeah. Like, and I, I mean. Just this conversation is going to offend someone. Oh, God, I hope so. I feel like I have mental Tourette's where my brain is screaming out the most inappropriate shit yes. all the time. And I think it all stops me from saying it. Uh, there, just, are, there are many times that I will just turn my back to people after they say something because my brain has processed really quickly that there's nothing good going to come out of my mouth. If know, I hadn't thought it through, I'd be saying it. You have to say it. Well, I will eventually, but I want it to be good. Well, the issue I have too, right, is that like with cancel culture, oh, I don't with agree. the politically correct culture, yeah, it's like I don't believe in canceling people. I believe in conversations. I don't believe in politi politically correct. I think we should be politically better, and you can only do that by talking to each other. The whole idea of politically correct, I is find really hard. I think it's. It's, yeah, it's picking sides. You're either with us or against us. And that's not community. Yeah. And you, you know, know what else too, right? It's like, we have to make room for intent. Absolutely. I absolutely, you know, they say you, 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 you can pick your own family. Well, you, you genetically, you can't, but you don't get to pick your community unless no. you move. And it's the geographical cures never seem to work. Well, that's why so things like deal with cancel people. somebody. Like, do you think they just die? Yeah. Do you think they just they've learned their lesson? Yeah. So you, no, you just aren't fucking big enough to deal. You're literally screaming, "Get behind me, Satan!" Right. And let me tell you, do you know where I don't want Satan Be behind me? Because <laughs> yeah, I've the, read his thoughts. The mm. entire throwing salt over your shoulder is to throw it in the eyes of the devil. That is why we do that. <laughs> yes. Like. When you drop right. salt and you pick it up and throw it over your shoulders because 
dropping salt is such a grievous sin. Because it was so rare. Because it's so rare that the devil will come running up behind you to punish you for that. But you the quickly waste more you? salt. <laughs> blind that fucker as he comes up behind you. You don't want the devil behind you. No. Don't cancel people. And why is the devil punishing you for sinning? I'm lost. Christianity, you've lost me. <laughs> I, yeah, the devil wants you to sin. I don't oh, get no, it. I don't, I don't understand any of it. Now I'm going to be thinking about that all day. Oh, yeah, and well, dogs eating poop. Thanks, Dad. That's, you're welcome. <laughs> Disgusting dogs. Yes. Weird, angry Christians. Right. Sinning before you act. Cancellation. Fuck off. Do you know how many people I've had sex with in my mind? <laughs> All of you. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. Everyone listening to you this are podcast. Welcome. No, that's not true. No. I'm actually, I'm actually a bit of a prude. Right. Which, I know. But then you're like, but that you think it through, right? Otherwise, you would have started that, and yeah. then halfway through went, oh yeah, this isn't for me. You know, it's That's funny. hurtful. It's funny how prudish I actually am. Right? Like, I'm pretty vanilla yeah, in a lot too. of ways. Me too. You know, and, and but I don't come across that way. People no. don't read me that way. They just think I'm a, I don't know what people think. I don't want to know. Please I don't, don't know, write you know in. What? Clearly, I don't want to know what people think because you're all sinning in your heads. Right. I, I need to walk around with a bag of salt. Exactly. And just hurl it at everybody because I think you're all the fucking devil. Right. But I'm okay with that. I'd rather go, if there are places we go, I don't want to go where the fucking judgy people are. If that's heaven, I'll meet you, you in know, hell. You know who I'd go back to all the time is Eleanor Roosevelt. Right. I have this book called The Portable Curmudgeon. Nice. And there is, like, Dorothy Parker Yeah. said some things and I'm just like, that's genius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But Eleanor Roosevelt as well. Yes. And one of her quotes is, if you don't have anything nice to say, then come sit right here by right me. me. <laughs> awesome, Danny. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's it for this episode. We hope you had fun and maybe even learned something. The Horse is brought to you by Molotov and Brick Tattoos and J.L. Hamilton Productions. Until next time, remember to be kind to yourself and to others. This was a Brain Freeze podcast.